Happy Friday. It's the first day of Gemini season. Hey! Welcome to As the Garden Grows. Welcome. We're talking about Gemini season today, my we friends. We are. We're right on, right on schedule. Woohoo. Couldn't have worked out better. Yes. How are you doing, my love? I'm doing well. How are you doing? Full stop. Okay. <laughs> Let's get right into the story. Well, wait, cast. you didn't ask the question. <laughs> I, I don't know that you wanted to ask it. Um, you I'm, didn't give me a tip. <laughs> he really rushed you. Did you guys see what I'm like? I was still sitting on my wellness. You know what I mean? Because I'm a Taurus and I take time to answer such questions. And then you just jump with your Leo Mercury. I guess you I just, just jumped. Thought, right I guess I thought there would be more. <laughs> Maybe there was. <laughs> I guess you didn't we just don't have time. that kind of time. <laughs> Not on the pod. <laughs> Trying to stick to a 45. Well, I guess you didn't really want to know the answer to the question that don't come for me. You see how people project? <laughs> <laughs> We're having fun today. Now, yesterday we spent a glorious day in the woods. Shout out to the green, green veggie babe. We love her. Oh my God. We had such a great we had day a in the woods beautiful with our girl. Antiana. Antiana and her, and her beautiful hubby. husband and their baby. Oh my God. Oh my God. You guys, they were trekking a baby through the woods. Can you imagine? I can't because I felt just carrying my own body. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I truly can't. Honestly, I was like so transformed in seeing that. Yeah. And it did give me an excitement just for like the opportunity to spend time with children in the woods. Yeah. You, ne- <laughs> you really don't. So much <laughs> <laughs> I said it out loud. I hate it. It's one of your I things. I really hate how that sounded. <laughs> it's really one of your things where you say that. things that just are, just are tricky. Yeah, they are. They're tricky. That's hilarious. Ooh, I've really got to work on I it. I don't have any particular affinity for spending time with children in the woods, but I will say <laughs> it was so nice to see because I always imagine when we have kids, especially not together. <laughs> But at the same time, are we just going to restart this podcast? Um, I really don't think anybody was thinking that. I just want to clarify. You never know. As we attract new fans that aren't going to know if this is their first time listening to the podcast, we should make it clear. (laughs) One time I told Ryan that he was looking like Sebastian Sand, and he said, don't fall in love with me. She I said, said it won't lot. be a problem. I won't. I will not fall in love with you. Thank you. <laughs> but I will. But I will. And I'm already in love with you. I love you so much. Um, and I love you. <laughs> this is a beautiful partnership. Now, what are we doing here? Are I we don't recording? Know. I don't even no. Know. <laughs> Do we have a topic today? We are going to move right into the Starcast. I feel like I was in the middle of a sentence, but we're going to go right into the Starcast. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because honestly, we have a lot to talk about today. Oh, okay. We have a lot to talk about. So we're talking about the 20th to the 26th, Friday to Thursday. So on Friday, the day this comes out, of course, the sun enters Gemini. Entering Gemini. And we'll talk all about that. The reason for the season. The reason for the season. Get out sure, get out the other side. You hey, know what I mean? Little duality. Yeah. <laughs> Walk on the other side. Okay. On the 21st. Yes. Saturday. Saturday. Saturday is the 21st? Mm-hmm. Okay. That's right. At least I hope. <laughs> else my days are off. Um, the sun is conjunct Mercury both in Gemini. Mm, the Kazemi. There it is. You love it. Kazemi. Your favorite word. Oh my God, my safe word. <laughs> <laughs> 
It's not. Go ahead. Mercury Cassini. Yay. You know what? Of the entire Mercury retrograde, if you feel like there's anything Mercury related that you need to manifest, you need to pray on, whatever it is, this would be the day to do it. Okay. While, Saturday while, is the day. Yeah. While Mercury and the sun are conjunct. It's a very purifying aspect. And the last time we had Mercury Kazemi, Mercury was moving forward. And now it's not moving slash mm. appearing to appearing move backwards. To move so that's a little bit different. You Ooh, know, the energy see how it feels. Yeah, with which this Kazemi is happening is a little bit different. Obviously, we'll get a couple more Mercury Kazemis throughout the year. But just something good to, you know, be aware of is that Mercury is going to be in a really strong position that day because remember, Gemini is Mercury's sign and it will be right there in the center of the sun, in the center of, you know, our entire system getting refreshed and repurified. So if you have anything that you really need to work on with Mercury, that would be the day to do it. Like stuff, like example could be what, like stuff that you haven't been saying that you should say, like communication type things. Communication type things. Absolutely. Cool. Um, things have that conversation you've been putting off yeah. with someone maybe. Yeah. Or it might be that's the day where the words to articulate it really start oh, to come in. Okay. You know, there's a sense of clarity that comes with a Mercury Kazemi. And really any type of Kazemi, but definitely a Mercury Kazemi. There's there's just a type of clarity. It's like almost this visual of just kind of all of the um, noise washing away. Oh, okay. And they're just being clarity. Clarity. Yeah. Oh, I love that. that. Yeah. Okay, cool. So yeah. we'll look for some clarity on Saturday. Yeah. And I think look for, look for the things that are really true. Okay. Yeah. Because also Gemini does love the truth. Gemini is a truth seeker. All about the truth and facts, baby. Yeah. It is what it is. It is what it is, and we'll get into it. Mm -hmm. Now, on the 22nd, on Sunday, Mercury retrograde enters Taurus. Yeah, Your home. My home. How's it going to feel? I think that it will be a shift, for sure, okay. in terms of how we'll we're all, it. yeah, moving through the retrograde. It'll be a little bit more of a physical shift, because we've been in Gemini this, this time, so we've been kind of in the air and really up here, and I think in Taurus, it will bring it back down into the body, mm. and we'll feel it a little bit more physically, and it could be a good time to kind of bring the thoughtfulness of what you've been thinking about for the last, like, 10 days or so to the physical. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. How do those things apply physically? I love that. And I think that really works with, like, the season, too, because I feel like with summer coming, like, we're just inherently getting more physical, more in True, our bodies. So that kind of, like, sure. works out nicely. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, almost like someone designed it. Now, the 24th is Tuesday, and Mars enters Aries, and also our girl Vesta enters Pisces. Nice. Yeah. Nice, nice, nice. Pisces is a nice place for Vesta. Um, and if you have any questions about why, go back Listen to last to week's last episode. episode. <laughs> um, so that's really exciting. And Mars and Aries is really nice too, yeah. because that's its sign. Um, so it's leaving Pisces where it's, it's quite thoughtful. Um, it's very, very understanding in Pisces. I mean, yeah, in Pisces, which is not like necessarily what Mars is set out to do. Right. You know, Mars, like that's not its role typically. It's really there to like make things yeah. happen. Action. And, yeah. Action and, and to keep moving things forward, um, in, in a big and energetic way. So I think that with that transit, 
Certainly we'll get a little boost in the area of our chart that has Aries because Mars will be there. Um, depending on where your Mars is, this is probably a Mars that can support it um, because it's in its sign. And yeah, I mean, Mars, if I recall correctly, it tends to stay in its sign for a pretty long time. Okay. So I imagine it'll be there for we'll a little bit. There. Yeah, nice. yeah. Before it gets into Taurus where it does not like to be. No, 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 no. It's, it's very slow. Well, it's in its fall in Taurus. Okay, full fall. Yeah. So Is it's in its domicile right in after? Aries. Not necessarily. No? Okay. Not, not that I'm just I... trying to spot a pattern. <laughs> no. No. Yeah. Cool. Pretty sure, no. I'm sure you're right. Maybe. Honestly, maybe. Something for us well, to look into. Yeah, it is something for us to look into. <laughs> Stay tuned. <laughs> Stay tuned. We're uh, planting seeds right there, if you will. <laughs> I love it. Now, on the 26th, our last one on Thursday, Venus in Aries is square Pluto and Capricorn. Cool, 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 cool. So the good thing about Mars going into Aries is that it's gonna be it's gonna be supportive to Venus now, yeah. which is nice because it'll give Venus a little boost and she needs it um, because she does not like to be in Aries. <laughs> so yeah, that's that's a very kind of that's the truth. Yeah, yeah, she's in her detriment in Aries, so it's just hard for her to be her. Yeah, but it's still a good placement for Venus sometimes because it brings us back to the self and kind of just focused on loving. Of self, okay. which is very important, as we all know. Definitely. Now, it's a square with Pluto, correct? Yep. Yeah. So a square with Pluto, I mean, yeah, it's square is Pluto's transit. You know what I mean? Pluto loves to be in squares because it loves to cause tension, because it loves to cause change, transformation. Yep. And so, you know, in that square, there's been a lot. We did a lot of Venus and Capricorn work last year. So the work that you had been doing last year through the Venus and Capricorn retrograde, it probably will come up in some way, shape, or form in this square. Guarantee if there's areas that you have not yet, you know, sorted out, <laughs> um, that's what's going to be coming up because the whole point of a square is to cause tension to force change. Okay. So time to get to sorting. Time to get to sorting. Yeah. But know that you have the boost of Mars and Aries to support you and it will give you energy to take the right action that you need to take. I love that. So it's a good time. I love it. All right, we're going to move right into talking about Gemini. Nice. So as you guys remember, last season we did general overviews, and mm -hmm. this season we're going to do a little overview just to get us in, and then we'll talk about the differences between the sun, moon, and rising. Yeah, how they manifest. How they manifest, mm -hmm. yeah. And then you can go about your lives, you know, seeing how those different characteristics interact because it's really so fun to like yeah. know people sign and then see like oh my god that's so different you yeah, know what yeah, i mean yeah, for it's sure. so fun for sure now shall we start by talking about the gemini sun yes yeah yeah let's do it start us off okay <laughs> <laughs> what do you have at the top of your head um so gemini sun the gemini sun is a very um you know curious placement right Gemini's son, I would say, is like your life's purpose is focused around duality versus contradiction, right? Mm. Like two sides and how they support each other 
first how they contradict each other. Yeah. And it's so important for the Gemini sun to like really understand all sides. And in doing so, a lot of times they will kind of play like devil's advocate. Mm, they can okay. be, a Gemini sun, I would say, is loyal to no one. <laughs> I, and, I, and I'm just being all the way real. It's funny because I had an ex who was a Gemini and he had a tattoo that says loyalty is everything. But obviously we're not together. <laughs> he did have a secret baby. So anyways. And you know how that story ended. <laughs> I Very think most of you do. Disloyally. <laughs> um, no, a, a Gemini son, and I don't mean that disrespectfully. I mean it to say that they can always change their they're mind. They're us in flux. In flux, in yes, flux. because they're always seeing multiple sides to everything. Yeah. They're seeing multiple sides to everything. And that's, like, in, in, in a way, a Gemini sun will keep you super honest. Yeah. Because they will call you out and be like, mm-mm, hold on, you know? And they'll ask questions, and those questions can kind of seem triggering sometimes because they are the hard questions. Like, they're good at asking and getting all yeah, the sides all the of facts. the story. And there's a lot of things information-wise because they have such a strong ruling from Mercury. So, like, they'll be asking questions, but like, and you might think you're answering them in one way, but they're, they're seeing getting... everything. Yeah. They're not just listening to what you're saying. They're watching your body. Yeah. They're, they're taking everything into account. So it's a very perceptive sun sign. Totally. And it's very much so focused on information and understanding truth, the whole truth, which a Gemini sun will tell you two things can be true at once. 100%. And they better than anyone understand that. They better than anyone. And in that way, they can be very forgiving. They can be very understanding, but they can be tricky. They can be slippery. Now, I will say, too, one of the things that I read was that their creative energy is for acquiring facts. And I was like, that's such a good way to say it because it is like they take you on a ride. They take you on such a ride. They're so creative. They're wonderful storytellers. And you just have no idea how much, like you said earlier, like information they're extracting during that performance you know what i mean like they are incredible like that they're also those people like my gemini friends are the kind of people that like make a friend every single place they go you know what i mean like you go to meet them at a restaurant and they've sat with strangers and they're talking to everybody there you know what i mean they know the maitre d like it's they will ask you a question like you've known them for 25 years yeah and 100 and you've never even met them in your life before they can they are almost like scorpio in that way where they can just instantly go deep Sometimes they don't even mean to. No, I have like to be no honest. Walls. Yeah, like sometimes they'll get themselves too deep into something, yeah. and they gotta backtrack it out because they realize, oh, that that. And like I the air sign of it all, yeah, like, exactly. Oh, I don't. They no, no, fly no. right out. They <laughs> fly go. right out. Yep. Yeah. No, they're light like that. 100%. That's why they're slippery. To your point that you were making, because it's like, don't you dare take me so deep, yes. <laughs> and you cannot get me out of yes. this. But you have to understand, like they, they're. Different from a Sagittarius, like, they'll start on a, a line of questioning with no fucking intention whatsoever. Yeah. They've got, all yes. they want to know is the information. Yes. That is just all seeking. they want. Yeah. They are just asking questions. What they're going to do with it, you don't know. You really don't You really know. don't know when that's going to come back up. And again, they're different from Sagittarius in that they're not going to necessarily use it against you. They'll try to inform you. They'll, they'll use it to inform you. They will mm. use the information that you gave you them yes, to inform you. <laughs> that great that great move of let me tell you about yourself. That's what they'll do, though. <laughs> That's tough for yep. some people to handle. 
Um, <laughs> now, something else I wrote down radiates changeable, talkative mental energy. And that's just like, they are so talkative. Oh, yeah. Oh, Especially if their sun is in Gemini and their Mercury is in Gemini. Yeah. And you know the sun and Mercury tend to travel very close together. Mm-hmm. The most they can ever be as far away from each other is 28 degrees. Okay. So um, they they tend to travel very close together. And especially if you've got Gemini sun, Gemini Mercury, you're a talker. Yeah. Yeah. You love it. You One love question. it. I mean, those are two people that they could talk their way out of a paper bag. And in that way that it's never because, you know how some people talk because they're like uncomfortable by the silence? It's not that. It's that they're like, oh my God, I just have genuinely have so much stuff to fill you in on. You know what I mean? Like they talk. Yeah, they've got to talk. They've got (laughs) to talk because it's like they'll implode. You know what I mean? They've got to talk. Yeah. They've got to. And that manifests differently because we'll talk about it. But in the moon, like one of the things I read was like, it's so important for them to talk about their emotions because that's how they feel them. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. Absolutely. So we'll get to that. Um, Also about the sun, just such a wide variety of interests. Yeah. Like that's so, so key to who they are. Just like dipping and doing and everything. Yes, I agree. And I mean, one thing that could help you as a Gemini sun to see like where you're really guided to is understanding which house your sun is in, Mm. because that will give you a lot of information about the things and, and where you can, can kind of excel and and drive purpose into your life but yeah they are not people who can like stay in one career for their whole life you know what i mean they got they got to switch it up they probably have to have like a couple different things going on yeah and i i would say one of those things at least needs to be sharing of information Mm. a way that they're sharing information Mm -hmm. yeah i love that yeah okay let's go to the moon okay Perfect. All right. So the moon. The researcher. That's what a Gemini oh. moon is. A researcher. Oh. They're a very like, I, I picture someone in a lab. Okay. Doing all the research, getting all the facts and figures. Oh my God. They will really research a topic. A Gemini moon is really interested in getting all of the information and really understanding it. And yeah, they there's no limit to the research that they'll do. Oh my god. That's how I feel about Gemini Moon. That is so funny. Okay. So some of the things uh reacts quickly. Mm. Uh secure in handling multiple mental stimuli and activities at once. Mm-hmm. Just mm-hmm. like you were saying. Um and then like I said earlier, the need to verbalize emotions in order to feel them. That was the most that that one I was like most intrigued by. Yeah. Like how interesting that to feel something you must share it. Well, especially because it's an air sign, I would say. So with air signs, like water is the element of emotions yeah. and like air and water. You know what I mean? Like it's it's a component of it. Right. But yeah, like it's hard to explain. Like they need to, emotions are a very, they're a downward, like water. It, it's the downward flows triangle. Down. Yeah, yeah, it flows down. Air flows up. Yeah. So in order for them to grasp the emotional of anything, and this is this really goes for all air signs, yeah. But th- this is especially the way for Gemini is like they have to just talk about it, talk about it, talk about it, talk about it, yeah. And that's how they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, that's what I'm feeling, like it to yeah, them through talking about, yeah, it. because also like they do have just like intrinsically like duality. So mm-hmm. like an emotion isn't is just inherently, like, not one thing to them. Right. Like, that a is range. a... Yeah, it's yeah. a range. It's a, it's, a, it's a huge spectrum for them. Yeah. Like, where I, you know, 
can, especially with Leo Moon, like you could just be like, I'm mad, I'm yeah. sad. You know, you really can decide. feel. Yeah, you can yeah. decide. With an Air Moon, with a Gemini Moon, it's a little bit more like transient almost. Influx, yeah, yeah, like you're just kind of you're journeying through your emotions, yeah. and every moment is a journey through the emotions. Yeah. So that's also another reason why, like, they can change their emotions pretty quickly. Totally. Like, and and things that make them happy can also make them sad, you know? Like, yeah. that's why they have to be able to Again, articulate like, it. Again, changeable, like, cannot, you know, always open to changing. Yeah, yeah. always, always. Any Every, Gemini placement, yeah. yeah. Again, Gemini is a mutable sign, so it's it's very flexible. Mm. It's it's. It's fine with moving things and changing and just being in flux. Right. Yeah. Feels good that way. Yeah. Um, The last thing I had was that security can be deterred by scattered emotional energy. And it's funny because at the end of our discussion, after we go through all three, I have found three real housewives from each category, like one (laughs) from each category, you know? And let me tell you about, (laughs) we'll get into it. I can't wait. Yeah. Yeah. I mean... Yes, because you're, and and let's just explain why this is so important for the moon. Your moon is your emotional self. You come to understand and relate in this world really through that part of you, the moon. Because your sun is like what you're driven towards. You develop that part of you. Right. But the moon is really what you have. Yeah, who who you are when nobody's around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So for a Gemini moon, it can get a little tricky mm. because especially if they don't have a really strong source where they can talk about their emotions, whether it be a therapist or a bestie or whatever it is, yeah. if they don't have a, a, a solid place to put it, it, it will and get everywhere. Yeah, it will go everywhere. Ooh, yeah. And so that is, unfortunately, it can be, um, you know, a downfall. Yeah. Because it's just a tough place. I mean, the moon just loves to be held and supported. You know, the moon is home in Cancer. She's exalted in Taurus. These are very grounded, you know what I mean, energies Mm -hmm. and and deep energies in terms of how they kind of um, hold emotion. And, And Gemini is not necessarily... Super good at that. And if you also think about Mercury, Mercury is all about information. It doesn't, Mm -hmm. you know, I think of a really, really um, evolved Gemini moon can understand how emotions are information and they are able to use emotions as information. That takes a really long time to get to, right? Yeah. Like in all of our lives, we all know that, right? 100%. So imagine if that was like every single day you are trying to figure out what is going on because you need to know you actually need to know right in order to function (sighs) that's the other thing too like it's so much like that gemini energy is so driven by like no i actually need the answer like it's not like a lot of us who are happy to be like you know i don't know yeah yeah you know what i mean like i'm feeling i'll get to it when i get to it yeah 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 some people can be like like even us i think sometimes we can be feeling something and we can really like put it off but Gemini Moon can't really compartmentalize emotions yeah. like that. Yeah. It's just too hard. It's just too, they're too real. Yeah, in that they're sense. too real. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Okay, great. Now, shall we move to the rising? Let's do it. Let's do it. So, I found in my research that the rising was the most um, 
and we kind of said this, we've said this before, like the rising often sees those negative traits that we always hear about. But I was reading that the rising is the most swayed by one side of you has no idea what the other side of you is saying. Mm. Like the right and the left are just not always on the same page. And like, those are the types that you can really get into trouble with, like, being kind of like seeming like two-sided or seeming like you're dishonest is like very like unintentionally dishonest yeah i will say a gemini rising i would characterize them as the storyteller okay and i would say that's where they get into a lot of trouble yeah <laughs> it's not a place that <laughs> works those well little for them. stories yeah <laughs> is because they are just i mean it's almost like they're like a um like information's coming in they gotta get it right out you know, because it's physical, because right? now the information is physical for them, <laughs> yeah. right? So they don't want to hold it. They don't yeah. want to, they, they're light on their feet. You know what I mean? Like a Gemini rising is like, yes, a very light person. Yeah. And they, they just, they just bring it in. They want to get it out. It's, they, they, they're very entertaining. Mm-hmm. Um, they're very just, they're super fun. Honestly, I yeah. love a Gemini rising. I really do. I have a lot of fun with Gemini risings. I have some really good friends who are Gemini risings. Yeah. Definitely, definitely, they can get in a little bit of trouble with the storytelling. They can get in a little bit of trouble. Not, I mean, it's, it is, it is a literal physical manifestation of air. Right. Like they are just, Woo-hoo. just in the air. Yeah. And you're like, like they're not super reliable people. In that, like, they could tell you that they'll, like, they're not someone who's, like, they might tell you they're going to be somewhere, but... They're not going to help you move. No. I wouldn't call that person to help me move. First of all, because if you made that plan with them, other than 20 minutes before you're about to start moving, they certainly... Would forget. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) They just don't care. They would write it (laughs) in the air and say, I'll be there, and they would never show up. Yeah. They just don't care. No, they they honestly just don't care. And it's like, and that's that's okay. Like, that's that's not their thing to care about. Like, nobody in this world should ever think that a Gemini rising is going to be, like, the most solid friend who shows up for everything. It's just, it's not going to (laughs) happen. But they're going to be- don't try it. No, but they're going to be so fun. They're super loving. Yeah, they're- they know how to have a good time. They see like the different sides of things and opportunities. They can be a little bit more like willing to get into like devious behavior yeah. and just like because they don't necessarily like feel that. You know what I mean? Like it's easy for them to just like wash that off. Yeah. They can have a little more fun with it. They definitely have fun with it. Like, That's- period. They have fun with it. And like, just know that, like, when they are telling you a story, you're going to laugh. Like, even if in your head you're like, I know that's not really how it went down. It's yeah. like, whatever. It's so good for the entertainment value. That is hilarious. Yeah. Now, my chart interpretation handbook did read me a little bit in there because it said that the Gemini rising is the most inquisitive and friendly sign, but all but is uh, second almost worried about oneself first only to my Libra rising. <laughs> Which is funny because I always How try to make her? you a Gemini rising. I was like, are you a Gemini rising? Yeah. You're like, nope, Libra. It's still, <laughs> it's unfortunately still Libra. not Libra. It's tough. But I actually do think Gemini rising and Libra rising are very similar. Like Clearly in that we're way. worried about ourselves. Totally worried and about we're ourselves. Coming off. Yeah, because like, again, it's that whole thing about duality. Like duality is present in every aspect, like every which way Gemini is there. You know what I mean? If, if Gemini is there, there's some, like they're the twins, you know what I mean? Like there are going to be two sides to this coin. So they are concerned about the whole picture 
And I think that in that way, they definitely um, can can come off a little bit like self-possessed. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But, I mean, they are super nice and they're super friendly. Like, yeah, they again, it's like one of those things that it's like, yeah, they kind of are, but they're so but fun they're to so be fun around. But they're so fun and friendly. Yeah, yeah like, exactly. It doesn't detract it from do- the It doesn't detract from the experience. Unless they're just like trash. <laughs> and sometimes True for are. any sign, I guess. <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Period. 100%. Period. That is hilarious. Okay. And then, yeah, the last thing I had was just that out of all the three, this is the most, um, the struggle is the most real about aligning the two sides. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like getting on the same page with yourself. Like that's like a big part of your struggle as a Gemini rising. Like really just being like, like decide like you know what I mean I do I do and I and I would agree I would definitely agree I would Being say about what you say you're about yeah is that's the tough that's really what it is yeah. it, it really is that because that can change and I think they have that struggle yeah of just like really being sure that they are for something right that they say that they're for yeah I think that once they do decide that they are for it Eh, nope, they'll switch it up. Yeah. <laughs> I wanted to again, say they'll stick with it, but nah, they'll switch it up. Ever changing. They'll switch it up. And I think that's really what the best thing that can happen for a Gemini rising is when you just realize, like, I'm just going to be out here doing random shit, following my heart, yeah. whatever happens, happens type of vibe. And honestly, there, there's an element of that in all the Gemini energy. Like, I believe Geminis, like, especially, like, my friends that are Geminis that I know, like, they float so effortlessly through life. Yes. Like, they are not, like, not a care in the world. You know what I mean? Like, and they have no problem no matter where they go. You're never worried about those people. No. You know what I mean? Like, they no. are of the world. Yeah, I would agree. I would agree. Like, even if you are, like, kind of worried about them, if you're like, um... It's like, they'll work it out. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you're not, like, so worried that you think, like, they don't need they're not going to make it. Attention. No, not no? necessarily. They, they do not. No. Um, not necessarily at all. Like, they, they can very, they're very much so, like, self-sufficient people. Yeah. And often that is because, like, they do have all the information within them. That's true. They've just got to sort it out. And so, when you think, like, a properly aligned Gemini, like, if you can see both sides, you don't really need to... Go out. Else. Yeah, you don't. Any, you don't yeah, need exactly. external. Yeah. No, for sure. I mean, the only thing Gemini can get out of you know through external is just like a different perspective of information. But that's something for them to learn in their lives. Like a sounding board. Yes. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or just understanding, like if like if I'm a Gemini and I go to you for information, it's your presentation of the information because you are unique to right. you, and I'm unique to me. And so, like even an experience, I can't just rely on your experience as what that experience is yeah. because there's going to be a million versions of it. Right. And so, yeah, that, that I think in some ways kind of like blows the Gemini mind, but it also like, it can be really held there. Right. I love that. Yeah. All right. Now, how shall we best enjoy our Gemini season? What's our advice? First of all, just have fun. Get okay. out there and uh. be like flirty and happy and cool. Ooh, chatty. Yeah. Make new friends. Make new friends. Talk like to it's strangers. spring. Um, Safely. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think we will have at some point the Mercury, ret- Mercury will station direct during this Gemini season, which will be great. It'll give it 
a nice little boost. Um, you know, while it's in wet- retrograde. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh oh. Uh oh. <laughs> it's been a while since I've been in retrograde. Okay. <laughs> Go ahead. That was a good one. No, oh, it's in retrograde. <laughs> I really don't know what happened there. I never had a list. <laughs> we're, we're in a funny mood today. We are. We're playful. <laughs> Hope it's you guys enjoy it. Energy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, it's We're definitely big Gemini energy. Yeah, I, that's it. Just have fun with it. You know what I mean? The weather is getting nice. I think it's like you know, ask questions. That's that's a big thing to do during Gemini season. Try to see the other side, especially especially if you are someone who gets so stuck on one side or one thing. Mm. Like use the energy of this time to just explore. Explore duality. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, and like dive into like the things that you think you you don't. You know what I mean? Like things that you don't think you're connected to. Yeah. Because it's a good time to understand Try how actually things. everything is connected. Yeah. Like everything's part of that duality. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. And it's just such a great time of year for that too. It Again, definitely is. Let's get out. Yeah, it's get summery, out. Have fun. Totally. Try new stuff. Yeah. I really want to go hang gliding. Oh it's wow. It's on my heart. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I love that. We should go. Okay. Are you in? I'm in. Okay, cool. Sure. We have to pick, like, a good place to, like, yeah. see, you know what I mean? But For I just sure. think it would be so fun. That's, like, like to me, like, skydiving is, like, ridiculous. I'm like, not that wouldn't be that. for me ever. No, but I'll do hang gliding. But I think hang gliding would be so... Because you're getting, like, such a fun experience. Yeah. And you can feel like you're flying. Yeah. Is it, like, parasailing? Yeah. Yeah. I, Except, I think hang gliding, you're on your you're own on. vehicle. Okay. And then in parasailing, you're connected to a boat. Got it, got it, yeah, got it. I believe. Okay, but cool. I'm, I'm totally interested. Again, we're we're going to find we out. We rarely look things up for this podcast. <laughs> Very rarely. Now, I would like to just break down some few examples from my particular speciality, which is Real Housewives. Yes. So, a Gemini son, we have Ashley Darby from Potomac. Now, she is what I would describe as just a lovable, messy, busybody. <laughs> and in her, like, she, first of all, showed up when she was 26 years old. Okay. Crazy. Yeah. Very, quite young. That's and young. she was bopping around with the older gals. Okay. She was telling us in her first Which is, season, like, so Gemini right there. Right? First of all, she was, she, we met her at a mixer that she was hosting for, like, women in business. You know what I mean? Like, just, it's so Gemini. Yeah. All around. All around. She called out our friend Robin for having $27 in her bank account. First of all, yikes. That's more than She had gone through a bankruptcy (laughs) stuff. But what's great about it, and we're moving right up, right beyond it. What I will say about (laughs) in saying that they're so truthful, Ashley is quick to bring out everyone else's problems, but also throw out her own. Mm. So as I told you recently, when her husband was accused of sexually assaulting a male cameraman she talked about that on the show when her husband was caught in a that is something about <laughs> hotel room that with is a stripper. so she'll talk about she it she talked about it yeah no they don't that's not something you'll like, never get them on like oh you can talk about my stuff but you won't talk about your stuff oh no 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 they'll put it right out there out Th- out there they do not have because like they don't it's not that they don't have shame because everybody deals with shame in a different way. It's just that like that's not a way for them to process information like that. Like especially something like that. Right. Like they want to know what other people think about it. They want to know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They'll ask you. What's the tea? Now, my last example for Ashley is that one time in therapy, she told her therapist that she does believe her her husband is playing a dad role in her life. So, okay. So, wow, again, that's... just a willingness to just say the crazy again yeah. on television. 
yeah. while still in that marriage. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. that's just a wild situation yeah. to be in. So that's our Ashley. That's our son, lover. Now, our oh, moon also nice comes from Potomac. Oh, okay. Candace Dillard, best set. She's a tougher case. <laughs> She's a tougher case. She definitely, um, as Andy Cohn once referred to her, a disaster on Twitter. <laughs> her face sounds about right. and it's again it sounds about right we've got a lot of emotionally scattered energy uh-huh, uh-huh. She was, she's just spitting out anything she says the most foul things i've ever yeah. heard exchanged between people when ashley our son was giving birth to yeah. her first child um candace was tweeting out where's your income roach and various <laughs> various insults candace gets really dirty Candace also continually asked Monique a few seasons ago to drag her, and then she was dragged across the table. But that's neither here nor there. Woo, these women are So, (laughs) and especially reacts quickly. Also, what you were saying about doing research, like, Candace is very, like, smart. Mm -hmm. She's, um, I feel like she went to law school or something, but she's just, like, gets all her facts. She Mm -hmm. has, like, a very good, her whole thing is, like, my mouth draws you to want to hit me. Do you know what I mean? Like, that's not okay for you. Like, her stance is like, I can say whatever I want, but you just can't make it physical. You can't react. That's not how I play. Um, (laughs) But, you know, to each their own. Good to know. And then finally, our rising... Shout out to our girl, Cynthia Bailey. Rest in peace. She was fired last year. But <laughs> what I will say to her is, as Nene Leakes once described her, that old flip-flopper. <laughs> I laughed so hard when I was reading this stuff about Gemini Rising. I was like, because, okay, let me tell you as well, this information, as you can imagine, is not necessarily readily available. So I had to go through right. and Google everyone's, yes, you know? Seven, yeah. So I was like thinking, who is this going to be? And when I was reading about... A flip flopper. Yeah. I said it's in, it's gotta <laughs> be. I've got to check on <laughs> and it was. So she just always gets into trouble because she picks the wrong side. She doesn't defend her friends. She picks the wrong side. She's always changing her mind. She is Such, a true yeah, flip that, flopper, that's a, a true Gemini, Gemini rising. rising. Yeah, she'll like she'll have a best friend. She was best friends with Kenya. Then at one time when Nini came back, she was like Kenya and I are getting to know each other. And we were like, damn girl, you've been friends for three years. Oh, like wow. this is dark, you know? So, <laughs> so those, again, but like that Gemini I mean. rising will get you. They're not loyal to anyone but themselves. So I hope that helps everyone understand a little bit more. <laughs> if I can bring my expertise to this. Now, shall we close out with a little root to rock? Let's do it. Let's do it. Would you like to start? I would. I please, would. Please do. Based on our time yesterday, I would just encourage everyone to just spend some time in nature. Mm-hmm. And anyone who knows me for a long time will think it's really rich that I'm saying that <laughs> because I'm definitely an indoor girl and I definitely was an indoor kid. But I have found such a love for, yeah. you know, Mother Earth. Yeah. And especially on our hikes, but just being out in like truly like the dead middle of the woods, truly nowhere, seeing those beautiful sights, having no cell service, climbing just through like caves. climbing through caves. Through we did do some cave climbing. A birth canal of a cave. I had <laughs> was, to Yeah, there were two moments specifically where I felt like, Ooh. is this what it's like to come out of the womb? Because I can't personally remember, but... And I was crying multiple times. <laughs> no. Um, it was just a fabulous experience and so, so like, resetting. And I think we set... We might have sat on the podcast before, but it was... Green Veggie Babe was just listening to a podcast and she was like, you guys need time in the woods. And this is how we set this and up. She and right. she was absolutely right. She and I feel exactly so reset. And so let me just recommend you all take a hike. Yeah, for sure. For sure. I love that. 
Now, my route to rise. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, I love what you let said. Let it come to the top. Yeah, you know, I'll let it fester for a while. <laughs> um, no, I think, like, in a true kind of Gemini way, my route to rise is just, like, ask questions. Mm. Ask questions of yourself. Ask questions of other people. You know, ask questions all the time. Don't be afraid to ask questions. Know that if someone makes you uncomfortable for asking questions, you probably don't need to be around that yeah. person. I just think it's like really important to seek information and not just base your decisions off of the first thing that comes in. Because I am finding that in this world, we just live in such a complex world. Oh, We've been talking lately about so how gray. we are in the multiverse. Yeah. There's so much going on energetically Mm -hmm. and there's so many levels to it. And I think that even upon going into an experience, you might think it's one thing. And then if you just start asking questions, you might find out it's a whole other thing Yes, for the better or maybe for worse, but it's information and it will help guide you. And I think it helps us live more authentically when we ask questions. Yes. And we do ourselves such a disservice to think that the world is black and white. You know what I mean? To stop asking questions is like the worst thing we can do. And I want to offer to everyone, we had a full moon meditation the other night and you were leading us and it was so wonderful. And some of the questions you suggested we journal about were like, what is your relationship with shame? And like, how can you let go of like embarrassment and that kind of stuff? And those were just so helpful. Like it is so... That is such a good one, especially with, like, journal prompts. Like, yeah. a lot of times we don't really lean into, like, the negative like that. Yeah. But it really was so helpful to be like, oh, my God, like, why am I feeling shame about yeah. that? You know what I mean? It's like that thing of when you write it out, you really get to see it and read yeah. it and be like, oh, man, like, I shouldn't feel shame about that or whatever For it is, sure. you know? It's just For so sure. helpful. So I just wanted to offer that to everyone, I too. love that. I love that. Yeah. Yay. All right, everyone. We love you. We sure Have do. Have a great week. Happy Gemini season. Yay. We'll be back next week. See you soon.